0: Prediction, Operanthesis, in Bad Batch. You've heard it here first. It's gonna happen. <laughs> this yeah. is the only it's place you're gonna hear it. It's not a prediction, it's a demand.
1: <laughs> I saw a rock in the trailer. Could that have been Geo?
2: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Please. Ooh. Please.
2: Ooh. Give us, give us <laughs> maybe, maybe
0: a baby Geo. Maybe it's baby Geo. Baby Geo. Maybe, maybe they're jumping in on that baby craze. Baby Geo is all...
2: gonna break the internet. There we go. Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent, patching them through. They're calling themselves the Hollinet Marauders.
3: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hollinet Marauders podcast. We have a great episode for you today. I'm joined here as always by Jamie and Matt. And we have two very special guests from Force Friends Rewatch um, podcast, Ryan and Andy. How you guys doing? We are delightful. Hello, Hello there. <laughs> so,
1: Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah I, can't, we, I can't tell if it was a figured, delay or if it was...
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened that there. Was,
1: that was me trying not to speak over Ryan, and I <laughs> guess Ryan trying <laughs> yeah. to speak over me, and then both of us exactly not saying anything. <laughs> I love it. It, it worked.
2: AJ and I have guested once on their show um, already, and we were like, you got, we got to have you on ours. And of course, um, we mentioned the story on their show, but I'll mention it here as well. So we actually met Andy at Celebration and didn't know it was them until, you know, like later. Uh, so AJ, do you want to tell the story?
3: Yeah. So we saw, or how did it start? We were in line for the Falcon, yep. which was, do we know who made that Falcon set? I feel like I want to give them some credit. Someone in Europe.
4: It was incredible. It was that is uh, Stefan Sembalista and his
3: Belgian prop crew. Right. There we go. The Belgian crew. Glad we got Ryan here for that (laughs) for that info. So that it was fantastic, like to a T, a perfect Falcon recreation. So we were in line, me, Matt, and Jamie. I don't know where our friend Shelby was at the time, but I was wearing the fur coat, Han train heist outfit, Mm -hmm. and it was really hot. Like I was sweating a lot in that thing, and that was like the beginning of the day. And then we spot a Beckett from afar. And I was like, whoa, they, they look amazing. And then I was, like, too shy, I guess. And Jamie was like, come on, take a picture. And then, you know, we took a picture. And, you know, it was awesome. It was great. You were one of the few Beckett, Beckett's I saw there, I think.
1: There was, um, to my knowledge, just one other. Um, and uh, his his rig was pretty incredible. Um, we became Instagram friends. And he he's just, like... A super good guy. Uh, shout out to Drew the costumer on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he has oh, yeah. a solid, solid it as well.
3: And the the story gets even funnier because you were with uh, <laughs> our friend now, Bobby Keogh, uh Man of Feels oh, on Instagram. Yep. And we hadn't. I didn't. I didn't see Bobby there. Uh, he was also Han Solo, young Han young Han Solo, I believe. So, uh, like a year later pre-covid we do a trivia night with bobby at one of the local pubs in the area and we dominated star wars trivia with bobby because he but he lives we were near talking else, about so like... we were talking about that and he was like yeah that was my that was my buddy andy and i was like oh my god that's it's literally a small world
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely insane like i can't believe we hadn't ran into him sooner it was weird
3: <laughs> ultimately we find out your connection with ryan as well and then here we are now it's great <laughs> that's Star Wars
2: We're not going to talk about Pesto Porg today Well, we probably will hey, another now. time No, we
4: will <laughs> Another day, that's that's a whole other story
2: My, uh, my I say my hello to Pesto And we're going to leave it at that
4: <laughs> <laughs> There we go, he's sitting behind me, he's grateful Follow at pesto.porg on Instagram <laughs> To understand, sort of
2: <laughs> AJ, what are we talking about today?
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you asked So, we planned this a while back We're here to talk about The Bad Batch and it just so happens they dropped their their big trailer this week, and that gives us lots of juicy details to talk about from that trailer. So we're here to talk about the bad batch. And what we do on this show, we usually end with the question of the week. But I figured we could start with the question of the week and maybe do a little icebreaker thing with our guests here.
2: Okay. Oh. Is it and relevant to the bad batch or is it not it relevant is. to the bad it batch? Is. It is. Okay. It's relevant. Is it relevant to the pre-show cuz we're not going to speak of what happened during the pre-show?
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay.
2: Okay, that stays with the pre-show.
3: <laughs> so, Ryan famously put us on the spot with the two two truths and a lie. So, Oh no. The question and we can start with Ryan, I guess, oh, if he no. wants if he's willing. I don't want to make Uh-oh. him, but I'm always
4: willing. I'm always willing. What Let's would your go. clone
3: nickname be?
4: Ooh. <gasps> Mine would probably be Grazer, because I'm vegan. Okay. okay. I, like I, like
0: right. I like
2: it. I like it.
4: Thank you. Or maybe, like, Jester, because I make really bad dad jokes. Um, I've been tormenting people with the uh, a priest, a pastor, and a rabbit walk into a blood drive, and the phlebotomist <laughs> says, what's your blood type? And the rabbit says, not sure what I'm doing here. I'm probably just a type O thank you Ho-ho. oh oh <laughs> that takes <that's> <laughs> so i think it's that's jester uh, i think yeah well, done.
3: we'll go with jester i like this question
2: i like this question yeah, a lot too do you want me to jump in or should we honor our guests first if uh
3: andy can go if they want um oh boy
1: uh
2: if you don't have I... a thought i can go
1: you go okay you okay go. I'm, I'm working on mine okay
2: i would pick um if i had to pick a clone name if i had to name myself i have named many a clone for like stupid backstories and original characters but we're not going to take any of those no we're going to go with something really basic for me Um, my clone name would be mint just because like i like that color a lot and i just think it'd be funny because then you, maybe they have really fresh breath <laughs> but also maybe they're just like always like they're just like always like on point and someone just starts explaining as their actions as mint and i'm like yeah i like that mint that'd be the name that's it that
3: is nice i guess i'll go so i wrote down two i didn't even have an answer ready when i came up when i had the when i asked the question so Good. that's kind of uh not great of me but i wrote down limpy because <laughs> i recently <laughs> broke my foot over the winter and uh oh, no. that's all that comes to mind i walk around with a limp limpy. at the moment. I don't think I knew
1: that.
3: Or I was also thinking, we named a Porg this, but I was thinking Stompy. Because I I think think that's
2: much more accurate.
3: Especially when I'm wearing (laughs) boots, it it gets loud.
2: (laughs) For our listeners who aren't aware, AJ and I are a couple. That actually came up in conversation recently. So obviously, (laughs) we live together. Um, We we live in a house. And when I'm downstairs and he's literally just like tiptoeing around, I can still hear him. And so I second (laughs) Stompy. I think that you need to go with that name, just saying. Although I do yeah, appreciate we'll Limpy because it's been a weird past like few months because of the broken foot.
3: <laughs> and I I couldn't think of anything else other than things that have to do with walking around. <laughs> you know, willingly mm. gave yourself the name Limpy. I like it. That's, That's okay. Good. That's bold.
2: That's how they get their names though. I mean, like it's it's something silly like that.
0: <laughs> I guess so I guess for mine then, um I'm going with Chops because oh. When I don't shave, my <laughs> hair on my face grows in like uh, mutton chops. I cannot chops. grow any hair on my jawline. This is true. So I haven't shaved in a year. I have like a big old set of mutton chops and yeah, I think, I think I'd, I'd purposefully not shave just so that I could be called chops and have like that distinct facial hair.
3: It all came to this moment. That's great.
1: Alright, I have two. Either Mike... Because I am on a lot of podcasts. So I'm Mm -hmm. recording constantly. Or jackpot, because Mm -hmm. I am a remarkably lucky person.
3: I love Jackpot. That's great. I like Jackpot. I I like Jackpot. You guys
2: are both Jays too.
0: Even better. Jester, and jester and jackpot
4: that's there's a, there's a there is a spin-off <laughs> sitcom right there oh man we would be the next waxer and boil but hopefully there we oh. survive oh
1: man yeah i was gonna
0: say
4: except
3: lucky because you got jackpot now so. <laughs> r.i.p you know. yeah so we've got I love that jester jackpot mint chops and stompy <laughs> I love that. that. That's our own Bad Batch right there. This is, dude, that the is a Bad stuff. Batch. We are the Bad Batch. I love it. We're the decent Batch. <laughs> the solid Delta Batch. Delta Squad
1: <laughs> who?
2: We're pretty good. Pretty. <laughs> no, pretty, pretty. Pretty good.
3: <laughs> I love it. All right, so let's talk about the Bad Batch. So Let's talk about the Bad the Batch. The trailer came out this past week, yep. and I guess we'll just go around and you know talk about what we're, I guess, we'll talk about the trailer first. So, we'll, what really caught your eye in the trailer? Um, you know, once again, we can start with our guests, Ryan or Andy. What, you know, what caught your eye in that trailer?
1: Can I start with a negative? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. And Go for it. I, I, I am, I am not uh, a negative person. I'm not like looking to be critical, but I have seen um a lot of fans of color talking about how whitewashed mm. the bad Batch is, and um it was something that i had kind of first noticed during the episodes uh from season seven but i couldn't really put my finger on it i just knew that like the bad batch looked off to me and then seeing it like literally broken down by like european facial features and like comparisons of Tamara morrison's skin tone versus uh especially like crosshairs
2: yeah and,
1: um it's it's uncomfortable and um even if it's not something you might have noticed on your own seeing it like clearly pointed out that way it's like damn are we still doing this like in 2021 so uh i do know that there's like a growing uh whitewash the bad batch hashtag and um, if you like look for it on Twitter you'll see the the post like breaking it down yeah uh, and it's it's a shame
0: this is uh, yeah it, it,
2: it is.
1: shouldn't it shouldn't be in it
0: yeah that's this a very is, like, valid really really
2: critique. big uh, no go ahead
4: no I, 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 that's really all I had to say I mean it's it's at a time when we've we've really focused our cultural lens on the way we treat the aapi community I mean jango and and his clones really are the first super visible pacific islander characters that we've had and it's it's a bummer and it's something that thankfully can be addressed relatively straightforwardly with animation i just hope that they do
2: yeah i think that uh, the biggest place that i've been seeing this is um within like the art community a lot of uh, fan artists and what they've been working on and there's been like a handful of artists who literally just like redraw them to show like what um what the yeah. lens kind of like should be and it's it's incredible to actually see like what it should look like or what um if you really want to be like more um representative of a pacific islander or, or um it's hard to talk about is what i'm getting at here is it's hard to talk about is something that you wouldn't necessarily notice at first hand until you until you're experiencing it firsthand or someone else points it out and he's like, Hey, wait a second. Something Mm -hmm. is wrong here. And you don't really like notice it until literally we're breaking it down further. And then obviously there's always the conversation like, Oh, why are we looking too far into this? And it's like, you know what? We, we should be, we, we have every like right to be looking this far into this and we just really should be. I
1: can't speak to um, the, the, the sort of like personal hurt that whitewashing does Mm -hmm. because I am white, and I have not experienced that. I have uh, definitely felt the frustration of queer-washing, you know, like, hetero-washing queer characters. Um, The MCU does that a ton. They take queer comic book characters and then just make them cis or straight when Mm -hmm. they're not in the comics. And it sucks. It's super frustrating. Um, And, like, the MCU's had, like, 25 movies and tv shows and there's like not any queer characters uh and it it, it, it's super discouraging and so um you know star wars does have characters of color uh thankfully but it is a shame that this is a a problem in 2021 still where they're taking characters who aren't white and giving them um very recognizable European facial features and lightening their skin tones. Um, The case can for sure be made with echo that from like the trauma he went through that um, like he would have lost some of his color, Mm -hmm. but uh, that for sure would also be like part of his trauma, I'm sure. I'm sure it'd be really traumatic to to realize that like you don't look the same anymore and they really haven't addressed that. And I don't know if they're going to address something like that in a kids show. Yeah. Um yeah. so maybe don't do it. And I uh yeah.
4: Yeah, I would I mean these characters were developed by George Lucas 10 years ago and designed in full 10 years ago with no real substantial update. And that's that is, I mean that is not an excuse by any means, but it's what gives me I don't want to say hope because hope can be dangerous, but I think there is a chance that it could be fixed, especially with where the cultural conversation around this sort of thing is right now. Like if that hashtag is gaining momentum, I hope somebody takes notice and does the right thing. It's not a huge fix. You just have to update the textures.
3: Yeah. It's like really obvious on, on crosshair, like Andy said, and even tech and yeah, I was uh, thinking tech.
1: Well, something, something that I saw quite a few people pointing out was that, uh, the smarter characters yeah. were affected the most oh no hmm. which is yeah really gross if you sit on that but like tech and crosshair are especially European looking even if you were to darker their skin tones they 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 have European facial features whereas wrecker who is the um the the brute is uh definitely looks the most like light- Tamura and it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's,
2: yeah. it's not Yeah, quite, it's a, it's an unfortunate um, play right into, like, all the stereotypes, um, which we shouldn't be falling into, which is not, not that good, which is something that, interestingly, didn't really come up as much when the Bad Batch arc of episodes was released, but now that, like, we've had time to, like, sit on it more and actually, like, digest it, we're like, hang on a second, uh, we should be looking deeper into it, and I'm yeah. glad that it's coming to light, and I hope that the the hashtag, does get more attraction overall. But that being said, the series starts in the next month, and they're gonna have to, like, really, like, pedal to the metal, like, get things done if they actually want to change anything, so I feel the episodes will probably get released, like, as is, and maybe in future they will make changes, so who knows?
4: Yeah, we're not, the the 70 minute special that we're getting on May 4th is most likely completely picture-locked, and that is not likely to change. Right. But it's something that should. I mean, change look. They, before they...
1: release, but like, this yeah. Yeah, it... film has definitely gone back and uh, <laughs> notoriously. You know, McClunkied stuff. Yeah. 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 McClunkied. Like, I, I like a, that. So. I mean, Jeans
4: Guy so. disappeared in 24 hours.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, good point. <sighs> Unless good point. we
2: forget about Jeans Guy.
4: Jeans like, guy. come on. Jeans, jeans guy. and Watch Guy. And the Typhon helicopter, the Typhon helicopter it was, was gone helicopter in, two in two days. days. There was and there isn't. Wow. Yeah, because it was shot in Simi <laughs> Valley, and you've got you've got park rangers patrolling in helicopters, and they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna ground that for a production, especially mm. a production yeah. that's using pyrotechnics. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah there there was a there was a fire helicopter or a ranger helicopter over Boba's shoulder, uh, o- only for a day. So I don't know how I missed that one.
0: Uh, I missed it, too. Probably because you watched the episode at, like, that.
2: 5 a.m. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. But I guess to get back on topic, I never even noticed it until you pointed it out. But now that I'm looking, it's like... It, yeah, it's, it's pretty and obvious. And it's funny <laughs> because I had thought, like, these guys look different. Uh, but I never was able to put my finger on it until you pointed it out. So
1: Yeah, I, I always thought that they didn't look like Tamora, but I couldn't really place my finger on why it made me uncomfortable i was just like crap like seeing it all laid out it is it is rough um and like i i think there is a a way that some fans are overly critical Mm -hmm. and they're just looking for um you know things to nitpick about you know whether or not the hold on maneuver makes sense or things like that Mm -hmm. this isn't that yeah this is a um i think something that if you are a fan you have to be able to acknowledge the flaws and where things should be better right and Mm -hmm. this is an area that is um you know causes real harm lack of representation or taking away representation And reinforces negative stereotypes, which is, you know, has consequences in in the real world. So uh, this is something that I'm still super excited for the show. I still really love these characters, but uh, it's an issue that I hope Lucasfilm fixes.
3: I'm super glad you brought it up, especially right off the bat. It's, um, you know, for for our our listeners to, you know, maybe if they didn't know, they they can kind of you know.
1: Yeah, I, I would say definitely like look up that hashtag on Twitter and see like read what people of color are saying about it. And mm, yeah, um, there, you know, I I wanted to to get the the Twitter handle of the person who I first saw it, but um, I ended up reading so many posts by it, and I could not for the life of me remember the person who I first saw talking about it. But like the hashtag is out there, and um, you know, it I rather elevate. People of color's voices and point you towards that hashtag and the 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 discussion on Twitter, then just tell you to take my word for it.
3: Definitely, yeah.
2: Do you know offhand um, what the actual hashtag is?
4: It's unwhitewashed TBB.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, yeah. A friend of mine asked me the other day why the Bad Batch looks so different from the clones in general, and I didn't really have an answer for him. I mean, I know that the Bad Batch is obviously. Um, enhance clones but i don't know why that really changes their appearance um so yeah i mean i don't know it's
2: it's something that i feel like it uh going into like what actually like the difference was in like what their dna is is definitely something that's more like expository info that we don't necessarily like need um that's a story that we don't really like need to know all that information but it's interesting because when uh, the Havoc Marauder, by the way, the name of their ship is the Havoc Marauder, which I'm gonna say as many times as possible in this episode. <laughs> no but um, I love it. when the Havoc Marauder arrives on the base in Anaxis or on Anaxis, uh, either I'm pretty sure it kicks or Rex says it. They're like, "Oh, these guys are clones. They're all just actually really, really surprised to see what they look like." So it's yeah. something that they wouldn't even have been thinking of, and obviously, they're not thinking of it in like the tone of what we were just speaking. But it's it's interesting that they like say that that line is literally in one of those episodes. These guys are clones, and so I'd like to know more about what that what those changes were, but at the same time, I doubt we'll ever find out what those changes were yeah
1: there's the there's the question too that Omega raises the new mm, character yeah. of there are a lot is, of questions is she a clone? is she a clone of palpatine is she uh You know, another very Caucasian-looking clone of Django, and then the issue of, um, you know, is she like X twenty three? Yeah. Which like the whole clone of a cis person, but they are now a different gender thing, is also sometimes not handled great. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that if that is the case, if she's a clone of of palps or uh, fat that it's, uh, you know, handled with a bit more care than I've seen other uh, franchises do that stick. But um, yeah, I'm very curious about what the deal is with Omega and where she potentially lands on the like m- mutation with, uh, you know, a clone.
4: Yeah, she was the most intriguing part of the trailer on a lot of levels. I, I was not expecting that.
1: My first thought was that she was a clone of just like a rich person, because like kamino has got to yeah. be cloning other people than the army for the Yeah. Them, yeah. Like. So like, they were already um, known as clones yeah.
4: before. So right.
1: she's maybe a clone of like a uh, 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 you know a rich capitalist or a senator or something, and she's gonna not want to you know go to her intended life, and that's why the Bad Batch will, you know kind of adopt her and take a liking to her. But uh, you know, of course the internet is going to run with, you know, she's connected to this character and mm-hmm. that character. Right. You know, I just assumed she was brand oh, yeah. new. Oh, man. Jin is Ray's mom.
2: Oh, my gosh. No, let's <laughs> yes. not. Let's not. I mean, like, in, in the whole span of finding out that um her name was Omega in the first place, I stumbles upon at least, like, five or so theories of who she could be. And I'm like, could you you all just chill? And, like, I was, like, finding, like, these different things and sharing it in the different, like, discords and whatnot that I'm in. And people are literally like, Mm -hmm. it's been an hour. I don't understand what what the obsession is with actually trying to pinpoint a person before it comes out. It's just, like, just watch the content. So I'm excited to see Obega. And, like, I'll keep my little theories to myself because then I will be pleasantly surprised (laughs) when things happen.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right.
1: I just... And, and like I fully get the idea of like, oh well, Omega is the end, so she is, you know, maybe one of the last clones yeah. of Django Fett. And I was like, looking at her, that's a big leap because she yeah. like you mentioned with other characters, you know, looks very white. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the blonde hair especially. But um I just assumed it was a reference to Alpha, who was a Yeah. Clone in legend who was originally Rex, but they didn't want to have Anakin and Ahsoka and Alpha all A names. So they changed Alpha's name to Rex. So I just kind of was like, oh, like, that's a cute nod to Alpha and went on with my day. But that's what uh, I, yeah. (laughs) uh, Everyone else uh, was kind of digging in deep to the theory pit with uh, what Omega could mean.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy like jamie said how fast people go into their theories and whatnot but you know as star wars fans we like to speculate and everything but when we start arguing over speculation is kind of when it gets dangerous i don't know what to expect from omega i don't think it is the palpatine thing as much as i Mm -hmm. would maybe like that as a sequel fan and whatnot but i think it's too early for that and i don't think that's the case here it might be something else but Omega showing up, um, you know, as you guys mentioned, was super unexpected, and it kind of reminded me of when Grogu shows up in Mando, and you're like, "Oh, that's where this show is going." Like, it kind of seems like maybe Omega could be the Grogu of the show, as like you know, five dudes taking the taking a kid around the galaxy <laughs> and whatnot, which would be a blast. But
2: I just, I just hope that every single <laughs> Star Wars thing from here on out isn't going to be a man finding a baby and they have to bring yeah. it somewhere. Like, True.
3: I, yeah, I, I see I the love, similarities, but it's I
2: love it's the strange. relationship between Grogu and Din, and I love everything that has panned out with it. However, I don't want the Bad Batch to be five men and a baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I just don't. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think it could be a cool way to explore the whole found family themes in Star Wars in a different way.
2: But they've yeah. already done it with the Mandalorian. That's what I mean. Yeah, is I feel like we've different. already seen the story.
0: I think it's different now because I think you know, the, all of these clones are going to have the same thing in common, but they're all going to be so radically different from each other that they're going to have to band together and they're going to have to, you know, kind of raise Omega to be, you know... Because I, I expect Omega is being set up for some kind of cool future mm-hmm. thing uh, at some point. Yeah. Um, but I can totally see them, you know, figuring out how to, like, train her and, like, you know, allow her to survive on her own outside of the cloning facility... Um, and I like the idea of, I don't know, the clones raising a clone. They don't do that very often. They don't even get to be raised, really. You yeah. know? Django so, does that with Boba. True. Yeah. That's like the only case, yeah. But,
2: mm.
0: Yeah, but Boba's kind of like the unaltered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. I don't see Django as a clone, though. I see him uh, as
1: a... Yeah, obviously. And that ends very early. True, true. That true, yeah. did end
0: very early, unfortunately. <laughs> that ended very, very abruptly. End. Very purpley.
1: speaking of boba uh if we're talking about things we really want to see i desperately want to see boba in this show and like if you asked me andy are you looking forward to seeing boba fett in anything i'd tell you no because (laughs) i'm not a huge boba fett fan but i love daniel logan's boba fett and i would love to see daniel logan get to voice him again And if there is a way to use some of the uh, story arcs that got cancelled for Clone Wars. Oh, I'd love to see those.
0: Definitely. And
1: kind of maybe recycle them a little bit, but like add in the Bad Batch, I would really love that, and I'd love to explore his relationship with clones.
0: Yeah, Yeah, we get it I uh, think that's we get it
1: a little bit but not much right. in Clone Wars. And I think that's a really important aspect of who mm-hmm. and what Boba Fett is. We
2: get the one line in Mandalorian, too. That, um, that's true. There a couple yeah. lines, but yeah, like they, they see my face or they know my face kind of thing. And then yeah. Bokatan, like yells at him and whatnot. If we're getting Fennec
1: in right. this show, then I think it would make a lot of sense to... Assume and speculate that mm. Fett might be not far behind. No, yeah. definitely.
0: I think you know introducing Fennec into the show is a great way to have you know Boba and Fennec meet after we've already like seen them together because I really don't think the first time they met was with her like lying dead in the sand in the middle no. of the desert no. and then Boba's like, oh yeah, let me just uh, fix you up there. He could be, yeah, you, my that's friend. not who he is. Exactly. Oh, and that's not think... who she is yeah. she wouldn't well, yeah. accept like she wouldn't trust that she wouldn't yeah she wouldn't like stick around and be like oh yeah you know me and boba are just chilling <laughs> like no you know no
2: i'll be honest when we started this episode i was not expecting to even think about that the whole point of fennec shan being it probably is to helpfully set up for of boba fett um, but also a relationship with Boba somehow. Just We don't know what, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, holy smokes, she's definitely going to have to like meet Boba at least, so we're going to get that backstory more so. And I'm like, That'd well, be awesome. yeah. here we go. Here it's we almost go. like
3: they know what they're doing.
1: <laughs> Pulling on the Boba Fett thread and the, the unused Clone Wars story arc, I really love Cad Bane. Yes,
0: I was just about yeah. to say
1: this. He deserves to like have the end of his story told like there's a handful of clone wars characters that we don't know what happened to them because the show got canceled and uh i would really love to see cad bane pop up in this and like have the end of his story told if oh yeah i would love to to
0: see the showdown between cad bane and boba fett that was mm-hmm. never used in, in Clone Wars. I mean, that's, yeah. that would that would be amazing. That's the origin of the dent, right? It's, it is dent. the origin yeah. of the dent. <laughs> it is. So. And we, if we're getting the origins of Boba and Fennec together, then we need the origins of the dent. This is just going to be like Absolutely. Yeah, Boba, origins of all Boba Fett uh, things that we're <laughs> going to see in Book of Boba Fett.
2: I'm really interested to see how the show will actually play out in the sense of will it have arcs like the Clone Wars or will it be a linear story like Rebels? Um, with the 70 minute premiere, I feel like it might be arcs because that's like at least like three episodes on their own. Yeah. Um, but -hmm. at the same time, I feel like it might be more like rebels anyway, because it feels like a lot of the stories are like going to be leftover Clone Wars episodes. And so this is kind of like Clone Wars part two, which I'm a little worried about because I'm like, oh, I'd like for the Bad Batch to like have their own stuff. But at the same time, we want to obviously use that unused Clone Wars content.
4: Well, have y'all looked into the the Bad Batch Yoda arc that was going to be in Clone Wars season seven, but ultimately wasn't? Hmm.
2: I don't I know anything know. about it.
4: There wasn't. No, there was an arc where the Wookiees reached out to Yoda because the Separatists had come to Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm. Because when Ki Adi Mundi says, "What about what about the droid attack on the Wookiees?" it sort of implies that this has been going on for some time and it needs to be addressed. So anyway, the Separatists arrive on Kashyyyk, and Tarful reaches out to Yoda. But when they get there, like the Bad Batch kind of just wants to like seek and destroy and knock out the separatists, do what we do. And the Wookiees are in a position where this forest is sacred to them and, and we're not just going to roll in there with tanks. And it, it was sort of this ideological conflict between the Batch and the Wookiees with Yoda caught in the middle. And it just would have been some awesome stuff. They showed a little bit of that at
0: Celebration Anaheim. That and I would love to just see awesome. that. That's definitely gotta be yeah. adapted. That's definitely gotta be adapted. I feel like they're I hope so. So. all of the unused Bad Batch stories.
3: How would that work? That was post- it. It was just that. Uh Order sixty six though. So I was
2: just gonna ask, do we think the show's going to start pre order sixty six or start after yeah. Order Sixty six? I mean
4: we see them we see them mowing down battle droids in the trailer. Yeah, i sure it's after. But I didn't because know. Because was already
0: like dressed like an Imperial and
4: Oh, I think most of the show is after, right. but I think it's going to start. before how okay. much that's time? Fair. Oh yes, yeah,
0: you're right.
2: How much time is in between the end of the Bad Batch arc for the Clone Wars in season seven and the Siege of Mandalore? Like, does that happen? How much mm. time do you think that is? A month or two. A month or two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because
1: the
4: the Martez sisters arc actually takes place right. before. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So that's the only thing Ahsoka yeah. did
2: while she was gone. <laughs> Yeah. The only yeah. thing <laughs> yeah. that boggles my All mind, but whatever.
1: To, to your point about whether it will be like Rebels or Clone Wars, mm-hmm. they have compared the show a lot to The A-Team, which I grew up on reruns of. Yeah. I had seasons one through three on DVD, because those Hell, were the yeah. three best seasons. <laughs> and that is a very episodic show. You know, The A-Team arrives yeah, in town, very. they get hired for a job, from someone who is a good guy and is in need or is a bad guy and they find out and they have to, you know, like turn on the bad guy. And um, I can really see this show fitting that that format of the Bad Batch arrive to town. They get hired to be mercenaries or bounty hunters. They do the job to help the little guy or they find out the person who hired them is a baddie and then they got to, you know, turn on them easily.
3: Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. Definitely. I think you're right. I can yeah. see it going that way. Yeah.
1: And, like, we, we kind of almost get that vibe from the trailer. Like, we see them yeah. talking with Saw. We see them talking with Rex. So I could see them hooking up with kind of a who's who of either uh, Clone Wars characters who have, like, are, are trying to find their footing post the, the end of the war. Or um, some, like, Underworld slash maybe even Rebels characters who... Mm-hmm are, you know, much younger. And, hmm. you know, That's
3: kind setting of I never setting even that of, up
1: a little
2: bit. Are, are, are we going to see our friend Hondo? Are we going to see uh, Hondo we on Naka? See
3: we see yes, please, please.
1: I desperately want to see Hondo.
2: Hondo can slide in any time that he wants. He can slide into every <laughs> single thing in the Star Wars universe, and I will be happy. Like, give me everything with Hondo.
1: As of recording this, I made a tweet about that, where I was like, <laughs> last time we saw Hondo in the Clone Wars, he's at the height of this pirate empire and he's doing great mm-hmm. he's like really thrived in that chaos from the war but then when we see him in rebels he doesn't have a crew he like doesn't have a ship and he's broke
2: yeah he's lost it all so, so. uh-oh uh
1: the the empire was not kind to hondo and i would kind of love to see you know maybe the cracks forming and him hiring the bad batch oh or no something.
2: we need the downfall right. of hondo anaka uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> okay. the
0: Jack i love sparrow it. backstory I can't wait <laughs> For Honda.
3: so we're obviously gonna see Rex but do you th- yeah. speaking of connections from Clone Wars to rebels do you think we'll see what happens with Wolf and Gregor and how they get to where they are no doubt yeah yeah definitely no doubt
1: definitely I if 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 you could pay me money and say Andy you you get to pitch Lucasfilm one character to show up in either Kenobi or Bad Batch as the main antagonist I would I would give everything for it to be Cody
0: It's got to yes. be Yes. it's got to be
1: I desperately wanted Cody to be the main villain of Kenobi and um Could it doesn't happen. seem like that's happening mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. But I don't think um, they would
0: reveal Tamira in the True. Christmas, I would you know?
1: If if it can't be Kenobi, I would love for Cody to be the man antagonist in The Bad Batch. Because that would be so heartbreaking. We love Cody in Clone Wars. He's a really great character. We saw
4: a new character in the trailer that I know everybody thought was Cody in the first teaser. But I'm starting to think that's Crosshair. Yeah. Because he's not... He's not in the trailer a in whole the, lot. There's
0: a no, lot absent from yeah. like everything.
2: In the first trailer, they showed um, some of the shadow troopers, and then in the second trailer, they showed right. the coruscant guard, and everyone's like, "Oh, was that Thyre actually as like a commander finally?" Um, which we, I, I believe Thyre. It w- not. Yeah, it
4: was. That was his. That's exactly what he looked like right. in Legend. Yeah,
2: so everyone was like really excited about that, and yeah, Crosshair is suspiciously absent. Interesting. When they're on the Havoc Marauder. <laughs> 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 oh. a Havoc, Havoc
3: Marauder. Marauder. That's the second one, or the I, third.
2: That's like the fifth, I honestly. I will say,
1: <laughs> I, I'm looking at this this clone commander uh, with this fancy armor. There isn't much just in the armor that would lead you to think it's Cody. Yeah. Um, like, he has a couple distinct things. He's got the antenna, and he's got the visor. That kind of like set him apart as Cody, and I feel like if you were going to give him a new armor, you'd keep some of that. Yeah, True. it does seem very similar to Crosshair's armor, which, it um, does. yeah, you know, with him missing from quite a few shots, it does seem like, you know, he's also kind of a jerk. Like, <laughs> if one of them were to become a baddie,
2: if any of them are going to defect from this little group of defective soldiers, um, it would be Crosshair. <laughs> Let's, he let's is the Raphael,
1: real. and Raphael constantly goes off on
3: his <laughs> <own. Hey.
2: laughs>
3: He has some sort of rifle on his back, so maybe... Yeah, he's I don't know. a sniper. Too hard to tell. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. So it could be... That leads to... Maybe it's... Cr- oh, my uh, God. Clones,
2: clones carry guns? This is news to me. It could Crazy. be one, <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, I don't know
3: where people got Cody from for that, but who knows?
1: You know, they could have just drastically redesigned his armor. I would... You know, yeah. if you asked me to redesign Cody's armor though to for for an imperial I would probably keep the antenna and the visor just because no doubt that's yeah. so visually yeah, that's
0: like exactly people, what so. I think of the visor the especially the yeah. visor. I think of the shoulder antennas more than I think of the visor for some reason yeah
3: <laughs> it's yeah, such a yeah. unique thing right
2: well yeah because they've incorporated the visor and a few other troopers since then like uh, Captain Vaughn has the visor in a season mm-hmm. seven and like that's like pretty iconic at this point um but yeah, while we're on the topic of armor, I just want to point out Echo's armor. He is literally still in his little ARC trooper armor. He has the comma and everything, and I, I just, I just, I get emotional each time I like see it because like I just think of Echo the in his little ARC trooper, and I am not ready for Rex to have to tell him about Fives because that conversation Ooh. needs uh, to yeah. be said, needs to be had. We think about Rex and Cody in the barracks just looking at the photo of rex cody echo and fives and it's just like oh my heart my soul there it goes and we know that rex talked with echo at least like a little bit but he didn't tell him everything and obviously echo must have noticed that fives wasn't there and you just gotta like think a little bit about like how it breaks your soul because like echo and fives have been together since the start with domino squad and now echo is the last one and it just crushes me to think about it
0: I, we definitely have to. We definitely have to address the fact that Echo is the last of Domino Squad. That's definitely got to be in there. That's definitely something he's going to have to deal with.
1: Not to backtrack back to who is this mysterious clone commander, but uh, <laughs> Hunter does holster his rifle in the same position over the same. Clone. Yeah, Ooh. I tossing that out there, so I think oh you goodness. said that, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. They
2: Let's carry. D- they carry guns. Yeah, that's, that's crosshair. <laughs> I. I love. Okay. In general, though, about the armor with the Bad Batch, I love how unique each of them are. Like, obviously, they would because they are unique themselves, but I love how their armor is unique to each of them as well. I always found it interesting that um, Tex's armor is not gray. It's pretty much white, (laughs) and the rest of them are in black armor. I always found that interesting that, like, Tex is that vastly different. But I absolutely love the uniqueness of each of their helmets and of everything about their armor, and it's just something that is always just super super interested me about them in general
1: yeah i i I think that you really feel a lot of personality from their their like costume designs and it's 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 really really fun i am curious to see how their looks will adapt and evolve because i suspect that they might not want to keep such visually distinct armor if they oh, are yeah. going to end up becoming kind of these soldiers of fortune they might not want to you know right uh let everyone which, know that they were a which reminds squad. me
2: there's there's um there's that one shot in the second trailer of rex with them um and Echo's standing right next to him, and they're looking at, like, a downed uh, ship. So, obviously, it is after the war has ended, because it looks like a junk planet. I'm hoping it's Bracca, but it could be any junk planet at this point. I think it I, is. I think I it has really to be. Hope, I hope it's so. Bracca. Like, that'd be really fun. Um, oh, gosh. I just remembered the scene in Fallen Order when, like, Cal is high-fiving all the clones. <gasps> oh, no.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Um, Why'd you do that? That's it because It's Bracca.
2: I'm sorry. That's just what happens, and that oh, means God. little Cal Kestis is down there. Oh, boy. Anyway.
4: That scene oh, that God. scene kills yeah. me like I'm Jaro Chapal.
2: Ooh, okay. Don't wow. Okay. Whew. Um, where were we? Uh Rex is there with them and he's still wearing his armor, and he looks very much like a clone, obviously, in that armor. Obviously not wearing the helmet, he looks like a clone as well. But I mean, like, in the sense of it's very recognizable, and it's interesting to me that this is clearly a post Order 66 shot, and I'm assuming With the events of the Siege of Mandalore, Rex straight up defects in that moment, but we don't- we don't know what he does. We really don't know what he's going to do, we don't know where Ahsoka's gonna go off the bat, and we don't know where he's going to go. So that'll be like something interesting to like come to light as well, is what are they doing and why are they still wearing their armor immediately? And what the heck is the clone retirement plan going to be? I really want to know. I want to know in the worst way, are they going to get paid to be retired? (laughs) (laughs) What's going to happen? So back at
4: New York, at New York Comic Con 2013, when they were first unveiling Rebels, Pablo Hidalgo had a whole panel that was just about like, what is life like in this time period? And he actually spoke about that. He said, we're not going to touch on it directly in the show, but basically when the Empire realized that these people that were born to be conformists would innately... Uh, become individuals. They were just cut. There was no retirement. There was no like the best of the best were kept on as training sergeants, mm-hmm. but everybody else was just instantly millions of identical homeless people.
2: Wow. I have to Something look at this that panel. That I remember. Holy. Smokes. Remember them
1: talking yes, you about do. was that a lot of the clones had uh, severe PTSD from mm. doing Order Sixty Six. So like they yeah. they really couldn't. Like be soldiers after that, uh, some of them became royal guards. That is in uh, the book Lords of the Sith. There's mm. uh, a couple uh, former ARC troopers who had become royal guards. Oh. Cool, um, I didn't know that. Another issue is that Palpatine did not consider them human. He considered them like less than human, and uh, mm. Palpatine is kind of a human supremacist, so, like, he wanted them phased out quickly. Um, A lot of them were given, like, really menial, like, cleaning jobs and, like, maintenance jobs in the Empire, but they weren't really allowed to be soldiers anymore. Um, uh, Like like Ryan said, a few of them became, like, training sergeants. Um, And I imagine that uh, in Legends, Cody became... Uh, a, an instructor at Karita, but that's right. Most of them were, you know, shown the door abruptly, uh, phased into shitty jobs that other people didn't want, or you know, in a few cases, the best of the best got, you know, kind of special positions as, uh, you know, royal guards or uh, presumably death troopers, but.
3: This show is gonna be it. so sad on so like, many levels. Yeah, this show's gonna, gonna be, be heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Yeah, I'm
2: not looking forward to the early watch of the show. Just, just, I mean, just like we watch. Well, I don't know when I'm gonna watch it. I'm just not looking forward to the first <laughs> episode. I am, but I'm not.
1: <laughs> there was that moment in the Vader comic where a Jedi essentially used mind trick to reactivate Order sixty six and a bunch of purge troopers. So that they turned Whoa. on hmm. Vader and the um, Inquisitors. Right. So, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it <sighs> happened in one of the Vader comics. So I think that was maybe another reason why the Empire was like, all right, it's time for these guys to go. You know, it's been, it's been a year. We That's kept some point. of them around, but they still have these chips inside them. Yeah.
3: And if it a, a, you know, if a yeah. Jedi
1: who's the biggest threat imaginable can reactivate it, you know with uh, kind of a, a, a cruel version of Mind Trick, then, you know, it's a huge risk. I think, like, multiple Inquisitors died from that happening. So uh, if you think that Inquisitors smokes. are kind of a, a, a rare resource for the Empire, you maybe don't want to give them soldiers that if you click a button, turn on them.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, speaking of Inquisitors, uh, we're definitely probably gonna see the beginning of that and that's that's gonna be awesome just seeing how that all starts out and i know there's a a rumor that you know is barris still out there and would she be an inquisitor probably probably not based on her thoughts at the end of at the end of clone wars but
0: well i i just don't think vader would want to work with her anymore
1: probably not and i don't she didn't like the Republic. She didn't like how the Jedi had become
3: Right. She she predicted of it the be, Republic. The end. Yeah.
1: So I don't see her signing up for the Empire. Right. I, I could see her signing up with Saul Guerrero or Chan yeah. Sedula.
0: Ooh. Um, so like, oh, we could get like a f- script flipped version of Barris <laughs> where she's actually on the good side.
2: Huh. I feel like yeah. she could still think be out she there. She was kind
1: of on the good side in those episodes.
2: Too. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> true. True, true. But, you know, fighting with the the good guys this time. Oh. If
1: if Tarkin is mad at you, you're probably doing something right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but might, I mean, might she her, did. Her methods she did were kill not great, but, yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. But Saw would be all over that. Yeah, I was going to say oh.
1: those
0: are Saw's methods right there. Yeah. And so would I'm so excited so to see Saw. So
1: would Cham. Early early days, Cham is a is a real piece Ooh, of work. Yeah, he he mellows out early as he Cham. gets older, but.
4: Yeah, but he's he's in Lords of the Sith, right? He's kind of the main.
1: He, depending on how you read that book, he's the main protagonist or the main antagonist. Um, yeah, he's he's kind of the 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 Titanic, and Vader and Palpatine are the iceberg. There you go. <laughs> it's it's a little rough. You you see Cham with this perfect plan of assassinating Emperor Palpatine, and you just know it's not going to work out for him. But you got to read it anyway.
3: <laughs> I like that. Um, How did you know? It'll be so cool to see, probably see the beginning of the the Grand Inquisitor, and his transition from like, yeah, Temple Guard. Temple Guards.
2: So. I,
0: I want to see more of him. We're seeing more of yeah. him now in the new comics. Well, we saw like a little bit of more of him in the new comics. So uh, yeah, yeah, you know, he's on their radar. That was chilling. That was. I w- I wish there was more of him. Don't we get the the
4: creation of the Inquisitorius in. Uh... The Vader comic?
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Darth Vader, he's he's like chilling in the Jedi library and Darth Vader just like walks up behind him and he's like reading a book. He's like, leave me alone. I just want to read.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that is right.
2: That doesn't mean I don't want to see it on like on screen though because like the comics are really cool. But yeah. in general, as things always go, yeah, but... the shows or movies always just bring it to a broader audience and I feel like it's something that definitely yeah. needs to be yeah, like shown off more. that's true.
0: They usually try to avoid recreating things from like one-to-one screen from page yeah they don't um, do that too often. so i don't really think we're gonna get that scene um but we'll probably get a beginning of the inquisitorius and a, like a new grand inquisitor you know
1: i think they could definitely show up at some point it's like especially if the bad batch end up working for a jedi in exile to some degree yeah i think it would uh, not be surprising to get the grand inquisitor or just you know some inquisitors as uh you know a season-long villain or an arc-long villain it's that idea of i think there's there's plenty of rebels characters that could be pop up as younger versions or clone wars characters who didn't get the ending they need
0: maybe we could explore oppo rancisis he survived yes. when 66 <laughs> and i want i want to see maybe they work for him this is a From High Republic to the theory.
1: Bad Batch, baby. Come on. <laughs> oh, Come
0: on. They
4: modeled him for uh for Clone Wars. They modeled his lightsaber. They've got the
0: asset. Let's go.
2: Oh boy. Right it's happening. here.
0: Right now, up or shut up. Here we go. Right here, right now. Prediction. Operynthesis in Bad Batch. You've heard it here first. It's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. This is the It'd only place
2: you're gonna hear it. It's
0: not a prediction, it's a demand.
1: I saw a rock in the trailer. Could that have been Geo?
2: Ooh! Ooh.
0: Please,
2: please. Maybe <laughs> a,
0: a baby geode. Maybe it's baby geode. <laughs> baby geode. Maybe, maybe they're jumping in on that baby craze. Baby geode's all... going to
2: break the internet. There we go.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
2: I, I want to go back and talk about the inhibitor chips, though, before we get too sidetracked here. Yeah. So one thing that's like always like... This has always just been something super intriguing to me, just everything about the inhibitor chips. Obviously, we have the entire arc with Fives and Tup with his going off... or Tup's going off too early, and fives is like uh what and like everything else that happens from there but um i'm just like so interested to like learn more about like you mentioned earlier andy the ptsd that that the clones will be suffering and so that that's something that without the clone wars show wouldn't necessarily be a problem because with just the movies they didn't really like seem to like show Obviously, the clones were just kind of there. They, they weren't the great characters that they are in the Clone Wars. And so throughout the Clone Wars, actually getting to know that they are people and have personalities and have thoughts, <laughs> um, it makes it much worse. So I'm, I'm just really interested in general to know if the Bad Batch have inhibitor chips. Because Echo definitely does. And like I'm worth, really yeah. worried that like Order 66 is going to happen and maybe they just straight up don't get paged. Maybe they do, and Echo his switches flipped, and the other guys are just like, "What are you doing?" Um, yeah. Is it's...
0: what's your beef with the Jedi? Yeah, exactly. So like, about... I
2: I want to know like what's what's going to happen with that, and just more about the inhibitor chips in general, and what the future of that will be. Because like, also like you mentioning during the one of those Darth Vader comics that someone mind tricked it back. Like, I that's absolutely insane to me that like it could be like reordered essentially.
3: I think. It's possible Echo, while he was uh, hooked up to the machinery and whatnot, he has a lot going on in his head, literally. (laughs) So I think it's possible that may have interfered with the chip. But who knows? Um, Yeah, I think in terms of if the batch have
4: chips, speaking as someone who is indentured to the freelance economy, (laughs) if the client says it, you do it. The client here said every single one of these clones needs a chip. Sure, the Kaminoans got creative with the bad batch, but at the end, they know who's signing the check, (laughs) and that guy wants this chip. Right. So I imagine they have a chip. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I will say,
1: with Echo, he's kind of like he doesn't have ears anymore. He's kind of got the uh, (laughs) the Lobot situation going.
0: Yeah, if any of them don't have a chip, I would think it's him. That Lobot thing needs to, like, overwrite the chip, right? I mean, those things are, like, intense.
1: Maybe. It could be an earlier version. Because, you know, Clone Wars tech is not as sophisticated as, you know, the the tech we see during the Galactic Civil War. Mm -hmm. So it it might not be as, like, powerful. But I'm kind of curious about Echo's place on the team. Because if his cyborg enhancements kind of let him do machines, that's kind of tech deal. Yeah.
3: yeah, that's <laughs> so, gonna
2: start right, a beef. I, I, a it,
1: tech beef. A tech beef. I don't necessarily know if it'll start like a beef, but it just feels like why do you like you don't need two tech guys? It's kind of like when they let cyborg in the new Fifty Two onto the Justice League, and he can just <laughs> do everything Batman can do tech wise, but way better so like why is batman there then because
2: he's just know, there to sulk in the shadows that's why that. <laughs> he's paid for it
0: he has a fun guy he's he's, a, he's I, a I, i'm the just animal.
1: saying like once cyborg's on the team you really don't need batman on the justice league so like if if you once you got echo who's half machine on the team do you really need tech
2: one thing I find like super interesting with Echo's design is he has instead of giving him like a cybernetic like hand, like an actual hand, he has like the droid attachment that like like Chopper has to like stick in yeah. to like just like splice into he a computer. Ha- I he can hack right in. That was something that like, the Separatists gave him too. So it's interesting that like the Republic never actually gave him a cybernetic hand because obviously we know that's cap- they're capable of doing so because Anakin has one. But like it's it's weird that they didn't give him a hand. I want to know the rationale behind that because Echo still, as I mentioned earlier, has like his arc trooper armor and he's still using his DC 17s just running around, but he can only use one of them. So he's just running around with one pistol (sighs) while all these other guys are literally tearing people limb from limb, except Tech because he doesn't do that. Um, But like, it, mind blowing. What is he doing? Like,
4: Hunter too, though I noticed Hunter only ever uses one Arc Trooper pistol and his knife. And
2: his knife, he is ripping people limb <laughs> from limb.
4: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yes, your point <laughs> stands. Um, I imagine maybe Echo just just likes it. Like it's it's got to be useful.
2: It's definitely a comfort thing for him. If I had to like assume, that's what he knew best, and that is what he wants to stick to. And I, yeah, I. I no reason to change what already worked before, even though it got you killed in the first place. But whatever.
4: You want to talk about comfort things? That boy deserves like a blanket and a spa day <laughs> and a hug. Yeah. That that he has been through enough.
2: He has. Comfort I- thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just rewatched the entire, or AJ and I were just rewatching the entire arc of the Citadel, which is the arc in which Echo dies, and it it happens so quick. It happens so quick. Yeah, and literally gone in the blink of an eye. And there's like a few shots of like Fives like lingering, just like watching. And as they're walking away, literally the last shot of the episode is Fives lingering at the back of the group, looking at where the explosion happened, and then they're just walking away, and it is heartbreaking.
3: It just sucks that, that Fives never knew that Echo was still alive. Like that's yeah. oh no, yeah. That I just didn't think of that. That Why just hit you? me. Let we
2: have like the flip side of the entire story. Echo doesn't. Well, he knows Fives died, but he doesn't know how it happened. And Fives never knew what happened. Well, he, he Fives assumed Echo died, but he didn't know he was still alive. And like it's just so haunting. It's like you think back to like Rex Rex yeah. at the beginning of the Bad Batch arc of episodes, and. Rex is just straight up so haunted by knowing that it's Echo, and that's the only reason that they go is because Rex has a hunch. <laughs>
3: no, I'm shook. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am shook.
3: <laughs> so It'll be pretty interesting because we know Clone Wars obviously jumped around with different heroes each week and each episode, and we know that this is going to follow the bad batch like andy said earlier like the a team style episodic adventures so it'll be i don't know how it's going to go with you know if we get the boba and cad bane thing like how is that going to work like will the bad batch just like be gonna, there
0: <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> know if we're going to get that this season i don't know how many episodes there are going to be this season that's right i don't know yeah we looked I'm it concerned.
3: up and it's they only listed like 3 they listed
0: the first 3 for the um for the you know 70 minute special that they're doing but okay. after that you know people I've, I've seen online are discussing the fact that loki comes out in june and there's only like six weeks between the premiere of bad batch and loki and they don't know if they want to start doing like overlapping shows and if they do i was do, just gonna say I when think... does the
2: next marvel show come out because it seems they've been alternating with those because those are the two big drivers Yeah, but I
4: don't think, I mean, Loki is targeting a different demographic than, I mean, this is really for, like, the Star Wars animated shows, they're awesome, but they target 8 to 12 year olds. That's kind of who they're gunning for. That's, that's, we love it because we're 8 to 12 at heart. But like, yeah, and so I don't think, I don't think they're thinking of Loki. I think it's more in terms of the, the Q4 Disney investors day when they said, like, the studio plan is to have a Marvel and a Star Wars every week as soon as we have the engine running enough to generate that much content. So I think they're gonna overlap with Loki. I'm
0: all I'm all if for I had that, to guess, I'm not complain right. about that. Yeah.
4: Well, if I had to guess, we know the next Star Wars content coming is Visions, the ten anime shorts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we know that they just postponed a couple Star Wars manga projects to late summer. Yeah, the High Republic one
2: yeah yeah so and
4: the that. the bays and cheer one yeah oh
2: right i forgot yeah. about that yeah, one yeah.
4: so i would imagine that this will run until late summer you know like 16 episodes or whatever oh, really and then yeah because That's if if point. they're they're yeah they're postponing these these mangas i would imagine just to have a synergy with the whole like manga anime it's the same mm-hmm. target demo with those hmm
2: Considering what you're saying about target demographics with um, everything, so obviously, um, as of right now, Falcon and Winter Soldier is out, and that's the same audience as for the live-action shows like Mandalorian and also WandaVision. They released also... um, in the past week or so, the new Mighty Duck show. That definitely comfortably falls within the eight to twelve category because it is a good show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this oh, is like yeah. that's competing head to head with Falcon Winter Soldier. So I guess that makes total sense that they are actually starting to do consistent, hey, these are new release shows that are coming out with the two different audiences. So I mean like I have no idea how many episodes the Mighty Duck show is gonna be. I need to watch the Mighty Duck. When Ducks. does the vision
0: novel come out? The Visions Ooh. novel. That I th- Think is later G- this July? year, but yeah, that's I'm not like in October, sure. th- right? Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, so then that's probably that's definitely the window like late summer into the fall for visions. I could see that, ending yeah. right before uh, Book of Boba Fett. Boba, wow, yeah. so we're Boba. getting like a new Star Wars every Friday until mm. the end of the year, starting
3: with until that the end half, of the hopefully. world. I love how Marvel you know just paves out their their dates, and oh meanwhile, us Star Wars fans are like, "When is this? When's this coming out?" And yeah, when's, right. When's, when's We're like trying scene? to like
0: triangulate <laughs> when this is going to be released. Yeah. Oh, and when is this coming out? And oh wow,
3: <laughs> yeah, I know you're right. Ugh.
2: You want to learn about hyperspace? You got to calculate how to do it yourself first.
3: <laughs> huh. So Loki and Bad Batch will be out both on Fridays. You think?
0: Yeah,
2: I'm down for that. That'll be yeah. pretty cool.
3: Anything else Bad Batch related you guys wanted to touch upon?
1: Any other characters you guys want to see?
4: I think we're... Well, as far as locations that were in the trailer, I think we're going somewhere that we've heard a lot about but have never seen. Ooh. We, I uh, think we were talking where? about The earlier. cityscape. The cityscape where they encounter Fennec looks identical to Pantora. Uh, we've oh. never been to Pantora. We've been to a moon under their right. control but we would have seen Pantora for the first time in the Asajj Ventress Quinlan Voss arc and that is I, I would i would stake my life savings on the if anybody wants to take that bet hit me up at rd.meo on instagram <laughs> um that the the Fennec, uh,
3: encounter is in the pantoran capital city
2: huh I don't know. all right all I right i think
3: raxis was also in the trailer the separatist homeworld was it i think so there it is oh. people did a side I, by that's side that's what people about. are saying yeah so that be maybe that's right. maybe that's where the Bad Batch is fighting the Separatists in the little thing you talked about earlier, um, where we see them fighting battle droids at the end of the uh, Clone Wars. So that's possible.
1: I have nothing to base this on other than thinking it would be cool. I would love to see them go to Nar Shaddaa.
2: Yes. yes, please, Ooh. please. I would I also love think that. Would
3: that. Be cool. It's mentioned in like oh everything now, but. They don't go there. We've never seen it
1: outside of a, a comic or a video game. And
3: yeah.
1: uh, like you said, it's been mentioned a ton. It would make sense if they're taking mercenary jobs.
2: Yeah, if they're uh, trying to yeah. avoid this new empire, just go somewhere where the empire has no jurisdiction, where the huts are. That would... Mm, yes. Yes.
1: Perfect. It'd be freaking dope to see Gracchus.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't
1: need to see Gracchus, but it'd be cool.
0: I'd love to see Gracchus. Gracchus is probably boy. seizing up
1: everything he can right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: This is this is like his like dream come true, right?
1: Well, it's like yeah. celebration when the the doors first open and you got to get to that booth <laughs> yes, before perfect. anyone else. Perfect. like that is crackers right perfect. now like oh the clone wars just ended there's no more jedi i gotta get all this sweet merch
3: that's <laughs> yeah. perfect oh, man you okay so
0: for not getting like a gracchus collection arc in bad batch i'm gonna actually be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> i
2: i love that you mentioned narshida like i oh my gosh i would love to have that it's it's totally like in right now also just to throw that out there with the whole like a uh, like cyber, like dystopian type landscape. Like we see it in like everything, mm-hmm. obviously with like cyberpunk coming out, and then like everything else that's kind of like falling into play. Like literally in oh, New yeah. Shock, Winter Soldier, Madripoor. Con- I was drooling Kong
1: versus Godzilla. Like, yes, had a big, hey. big uh vibe. <laughs> Hong Kong. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, the... like
2: I the the aesthetic overall is like one of my favorites, and it's kind of I feel like a little bit like. I shouldn't like say it's one of my favorite aesthetics because it's kinda like really depressing, but I love it at the same time. And I I feel like it would it would fall in really well. I also just really want to see Bracca, okay? Give me a junk planet. Give me that junk planet. That rid me the junk planet.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're gonna see Bracca.
2: In
1: in that idea of Clone Wars arcs that maybe didn't get their ending i would love to see ryloth and how it's adjusting Mm -hmm. with imperial rule Uh, i think cham would be a phenomenal character to have show up in this show um you could do a little nod to hera and chopper right um you know you don't need a big nod but you could do like a really little one and just like cham is a, a, a really interesting Character in the same way that Saul is, uh, so maybe they wouldn't if they're doing Saul, but I don't know. yeah some of them this about. could
0: just be, this could be an exploration into the more radical side of you know the rebellion getting started with Andor coming out, you know uh, oh, so sure. I feel like that's going to be definitely I mean obviously Andor is going to be all about radical rebel, rebellion, you know um, Yeah, so I could definitely see this also tying into Andor we were talking about earlier how it would tie to book a book of boba fett i think it could also tie into andor
1: it's the sort of thing that i feel like will tie into andor without us realizing it right now in the way that like rogue one mentioned hyperspace tracking
4: oh yeah Mm. yeah you know i kind of feel
1: like they're going to lay some seeds for andor and we're not even going to realize it at first
4: that's great did anybody else catch about a year ago um (laughs) gary witta and i think chris It might have been Chris Weitz did a stream where they watched Rogue One. They told you, like, press play now. And they talked about all of their sort of alternative ideas that didn't make it into the final film post-reshoots. Oh, man. I did not see that. Mm And
3: it
4: it was something. And Gary Wood is still working on Star Wars. And his main idea for Cassian that we didn't get was that Cassian loved someone. I think it was a sister. That was killed as a civilian casualty in a Saw Guerrera raid, Ooh. Ooh. and that's that's his driving force for taking the mission to kill Saw. And I imagine that'll be explored. I mean, there have been rumors of like Cassian's sister being cast, and I I would love to see that come back. I really like that, and that could right? be something that happens here. Yeah. Old... And
3: on on the subject, if I can, well, no, go ahead. How old um would Cassian be around? The uh the bad batch time,
1: seven or eight, six or seven. Yeah, because okay. he's, yeah, he's been or in this right
3: fight now. since he was nine years old. So six years old, six, six. Oh, it's six.
4: But that, oh, I got yeah, I got the that wrong. timeline would be during the Clone Wars. He saw the Republic and the Empire as sort of the same thing okay. as a kid, because his dad was a separatist. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's right. it's almost like the separatists had some great points, except all of their leadership was awful. Except <laughs> yeah. the whole <leadership> thing. Yep.
4: <laughs> But if I, can, if I can backtrack to what Andy was saying about Saw and Cham kind of being similar, I disagree. I think they're different in that Cham is an idealist and Saw is kind of a nihilist. He thinks he's an idealist, but Saw has lost everything and all he knows is the fight. Whereas mm-hmm. Cham has a vision for the future. He's got a daughter. He's got a wife. He's got a little angry pet cat chopper. <laughs> he's got something to live for. That's a good and point. he he and Sa are very different.
2: I would love for more about Cham just to be out there because I feel like a lot of people honestly forget yeah. about him. Like I'll be honest, I'm a little fuzzy do, yeah. on all the details about Cham Sindula. I <laughs> sometimes forget that he's even a character, honestly, which which sucks wow. because like he's a huge character. Yeah, you can say wow to that, whatever. I feel like it's <laughs> he skates under the radar. Like it's something that we don't necessarily remember as much because like everyone remembers saw Sagwer- saw Sorry, I can't speak. I'm going too fast. Um. Mostly for the memes. No, I'm kidding. They know that he's an absolute, like, he's insane. So, like, you have these, like, two different dudes, and I just wish there was more about Cham. So, like, yeah, maybe he will show up. Who knows? his,
1: His book is phenomenal. If you haven't read Lords of the Sith, it is a really fun read. Lots of great nods to Clone Wars and to Rebels. It takes place in that that middle time period um
2: i think we own it really
1: really fun book
2: i'll have to check the bookshelf i think that i own that one i don't remember
4: my favorite cham content is the ballad of cham syndula it is a folk poem by Gobi glee that pablo hidalgo wrote that was cryptically posted on starwars.com a week before the first cham episode of clone wars it's
0: weird (laughs) oh man it's a good one look that that up for sure yeah they're releasing oh, yeah.
2: another epic poem that'll be coming out sometime in the next I saw. year. So the entire, from yeah. Rogue One to the end of the original trilogy, I think? Yeah. So, yes. yeah, interesting.
4: As an epic As poem. As an epic poem. I mean, this one was only three pages. Right,
2: but this is but like full length. Like, we're talking like bigger. like Beowulf type epic. Like, whew, wow.
3: <laughs> Let me say for Star Wars Beowulf.
2: I can't believe we just name dropped Beowulf on a Star Wars podcast. What are, what are we doing?
3: What's the Bad Batch of the ship again?
2: The Havoc Marauder.
3: All right, there we go. The Havoc Marauder. I had to get one more in.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Hollandup Marauders podcast this week, and I'm just going to say it like 20 more times. The Havoc Marauder. The Havoc Marauder. The Havoc Marauder is the name of the Bad Batch's ship, and we are the Hollandup Marauders. Holy smokes. I can't believe that's the actual thing. Anyway, I want to thank our guests Ryan and Andy so much for joining us this week, and I also want to thank AJ and Matt because i don't know they're awesome i guess and my name is jamie so
4: yeah so i'm ryan and if you want to know more about me that's strange but i would welcome you over at rd.mio on instagram and if you want to know about my obsession with stuffed porgs you really should go check out pesto.porg on also on instagram
1: so you can follow ryan and i's podcast at force friends pod on twitter um We uh, deep dive Star Wars TV shows, and it's a really good time. Uh, We are also part of the Where They May Radio uh, Patreon, which is patreon slash WTM radio. Uh, And then if you just want to follow my personal account, it is a One Hat Town.
2: Thank you so much for listening to the Holland Up Marauders podcast. If you want to check us out on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at Hauling Up Marauder, on Instagram at Hauling Up Marauders. Check out our blog, which is haulingupmarauders.com, and then we also have a Patreon. Just search for Hauling Up Marauders. Thank you so much for listening to the Hauling Up Marauders podcast. The Bad Batch's ship is called the Havoc Marauder. Havoc
4: Marauder. <laughs> Havoc Marauder.
1: Havoc Marauder.
0: Havoc Marauder.